When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Another special episode for you guys. Tom is back from his uh, outing with the, uh, what are they, the Dynamo, the Houston Dynamo. And the we've decided. Houston Dynamo. What did I say? Uh, I don't know. I thought I, I said thought... Houston Dynamo. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. And then anyway, he's back. And we decided to do fair or foul. Since there's a game tonight and Saturday and Sunday, we don't want you to have to wait three more days to see Tom's pretty face. So how's it going, Tom? How's your, is, it's Friday, right? I don't even know what day it is because I took off. It feels like it's Saturday. It is Friday. It is a good Friday. There is a bug in here somewhere. Uh, the Dynamo game was amazing. Uh, 2-1 win over LAFC, a team they were not supposed to beat. I mean, awesome goals. Just a good show all the way around. And uh, really excited for this this Astros game tonight. The uh, lineup looks fantastic. The A team, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to uh, gift that with uh, you know the A team gift. I love it when a plan comes together because when they put that lineup out there, you just feel like they're gonna do great things. I'm pretty sure somebody will say that's not the A team, but it is. <laughs> so, what do you think about the new guys? They brought up Hunter Brown and Yonner Diaz. Hunter Brown has been the guy everybody's been waiting for. He's like basically our, he's our top prospect. He is phenomenal. I am really excited to see him pitch. He looks like Verlander, like his mannerisms, everything screams Justin Verlander. And he said he tailored his game after him. Yeah. He leads the Pacific coast league in strikeouts. Like what's not to love about a hard throwing right-hander, big, tall guy. That's just got swing and miss stuff. So they prepped him in his last appearance before he came up. They brought him in in a like the middle of an inning to try to make sure he kind of felt that, so it wasn't like yeah. a clean inning. So they really tried to groom him all season long for this. So I can't wait. I'm excited. Yiner Diaz, uh, the number three prospect in the in the system, he's been just a revelation. He was part of the Miles Straw trade, like a filler, right? He was traded with Maton for Miles Straw, so. To Good say trade. they got, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, credit to uh, James Click for being able to get that extra piece. You know, just just a little something, and he just turned it on. He plays catcher. He plays first. He plays left field, and uh, he looks a lot like uh, Mancini when he came in. You know, really excited, a lot of energy. I watched uh, a couple clips on on Twitter. You know, him introducing himself and. He's hit 15 bombs in the minors. I mean, he's a, he's got, you know, 
impressive power. So really excited. All right. So today we got a special episode, like I mentioned at the beginning, 20 fair fouls. I went to P. Terry's today for the first time to eat. Overall, I'd go back. I don't know if it's a five star, but I would go. It's good enough to go back. And they have awesome ice. And uh, they have IBC root beer in the fountain drink. So that's what's I've the never, root I've, beer. <laughs> you've never seen IBC. Oh yeah. I'm not, Manny. I'm not old enough to drink. root. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So let's start. I got them categorized. We got 20. We're going to start with baseball. Albert Pujols, number one, he will get 700 home runs. I think he will. I think the momentum is there. I feel like, he's hunting it so i would almost be shocked if he didn't get it he looks like he's so motivated to get there the team is pushing him you know he's playing more and uh i don't want to say pitchers are grooving in pitches but he's definitely looks like he's getting some uh favorable pitches to yeah get. how far away is he like six i think four ooh, or six right he's close something, he's something really like close he's really close I'll say yes, too, because just how many he's getting. I mean, he, he kind of just came out of nowhere. You didn't even think he was going to even threaten 700, and all of a sudden he's really, really close. So we both say fair on that. Number two, Aaron Judge will get 62 home runs. Who cares about the steroid guys' home runs? But Roger Maris had 61. Judge, as far as I know, has 50. Will he get 61? 11 in a month, that's quite a bit of home runs. He hit one last night, so he's at 51. There you go. It's still going to be a tough challenge. They play a daunting schedule going down the stretch. They start a three-game home st- or three-game road trip with Tampa, and Tampa's trying to chase them down. Tampa's got really good pitching. Then they play Tampa again in Yankee Stadium for three games. So I don't think they're going to give him a lot to hit. I know he got intentionally walked a couple of times in Anaheim, so it's really going to be tough for him to hit 11 more bombs in a month when I think that's like his max for a month. They had a, I saw a breakdown on Twitter the other it's day. A lot of home like runs. Each month. Yeah. Each month he was the home run leader per month, but I think the max he hit in a month was like 11. So he would have to have an amazing uh, month of September. And I just don't think they're going to pitch him to let him do it. So he needs 10 more. We'll see if he Correct. gets there. I say foul. I think the pressure will get to him. Uh, they're in a, like pool holes, like you said, they're serving them up to him. But Aaron Judge, I don't. They're not going to serve them up to him because there's no, there's no uh, love. You know, like you said, like the, what I'm trying to say is, they'll do it for pool holes because he's getting ready to retire. He has that respect. But Judge, they're going to go all out on him, not to stop him, but just to win the game. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think him going for the record will affect the pitchers at all. Number three, buying tickets. Just to resell them, and you don't even buy them because you want to go. Fair or foul? I think it's foul. However, I will tell you that I recently had a set of tickets that I ended up reselling, and and made a pretty penny for a concert. And it was uh, it was it was the Bad Bunny concert. I had bought them for a a a, a trip, and it didn't work out. So then I ended up reselling, and the resale value was through the roof. Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't take any pride in doing it, but I didn't do it. But you intended to go. I did. But well, what about if people do it? I'm just going to buy these tickets and resell them to make money and force everybody else to pay more. 
The people that really want to go have to pay more because I'm a jerk. So you know my answer. That is foul. <laughs> that's the only the thing that's more foul than this is is graffiti. When you drive through town and people are spray painting everything, but it you're just screwing everybody. Well, well, to be clear, I bought them for a friend. I bought them for a friend. She was supposed to go with a cousin. It was like a birthday present. But they were bought and meant to go to the concert. Right, right. Like, it wasn't like say, I bought gonna, them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, even when I get the code to get playoff tickets two right. days before everybody else, I give people my code if they want to go to the game. I wouldn't, cool. buy, I wouldn't buy them and sell them. I'm not, I'm not in, I'm not into buying tickets to make money. I'm into everybody should go for the same price. It should be fair. You know what? I even had an idea and it never happened that when you buy tickets, it has your name on it, that you bought it and you have you to show, show your ID? license. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you can't go, what happens? You sell them to somebody else through a website and then it becomes theirs. Ah, well, I did use Ticketmaster. I don't know. I don't know how to beat the system, but <laughs> I hate it. I hate. I really hate it. And then when you now all the tickets are digital, but mm -hmm. you still have the guys outside the stadium. Extra ticket. Extra ticket. Why would I have extra ticket, guy? I would love to get rid of those guys. Yeah, I hate they're, those they're guys. foul. <laughs> how much money do they make? I mean, they got to be making something, or they wouldn't be out there. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it because usually they have them in their hand. Hey, extra ticket, extra ticket. But now it's. Like, what do you mean to email it to you? I don't know how to give you this ticket, dude. Mm -hmm. All right, number four. This is the last one about baseball. You were surprised that P. Solomon was DFA'd. A little bit. Yeah. I look at who else is on the 40-man and who else are you going to DFA to make room? You know, did Yiner Diaz have to come up? No, but I like the idea of having an added bat in the in the, in the the clubhouse. And it was just a numbers game. You know, I like Solomon too when he came up. You know, that one time he flashed a little bit. If we're lucky, he'll be around and, you know, maybe they can get their hands on him again somehow, some way. But, you know, an embarrassment of riches the Astros have in their minor league system. Whoever we talked about last time, he got picked up by the Giants. Mm. Remember who that was? Why are we so forgetful? I'm old. I don't know what your excuse is. Oh, I'm not a spring chicken either. Oh, what? It, remember, we were like, they DFA'd him and the Giants picked him up. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Next episode. It was a, we'll it was a pitcher, right? I have no idea. <laughs> we All right. This whole segment we talked about, the, the, the <laughs> things that we didn't get. Yeah. I updated it last time, so I have to update it. I, that last time it was, it was George Springer. I couldn't remember it. All right. Now we're going to go to food. This is from a guy at work, and you might have heard it on the last episode. But we couldn't do it with Minov because he's 18. <laughs> but beer is better with wings than it is with pizza. I hope one day Minov is able to answer this question because <laughs> I feel if you can't have a beer with your wings or a beer with your pizza, you're just doing it wrong. You got to do it at least once. Now, for me, it's a tough question because they are good to, with both of them. Like the, there's, there's no wrong answer there. If I got to choose one gun to my head, give me beer with pizza. Oh, I say wings. That's Eating those spicy too. wings, drinking that cold draft beer. You can't beat oh, it. Yeah. Pizza, you can give me a soda. I don't care. But, <laughs> I don't drink sodas. But wings with beer is awesome. Because it's kind of like you go to Hooters, they have beer. Like usually the wing places are kind of a place to get good beer. So it, to me, it kind of goes together. 
Number six, this is from uh, from uh, Twitter. One of our listeners on Twitter. SpaghettiOs and other canned pasta. Fair or foul? Well, SpaghettiOs are foul. Like, I remember eating them as a kid, and I was like, this is not something I would ever, like, want to eat. But, you know, as a kid, it's, it's one of those cheap, quick, you know, just out of the can, into the pan. Voila, here you go. Um, I don't, that was from I Michael. Michael, thanks, buddy. Go ahead. All right, all right. Appreciate you, I can't Michael. say his last name. Juarez, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Got to work on that. Juarez, J-U-R-E-S. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Sorry, I don't know how to spell your name. It's Twitter. I hear you. I hear you. It's tough. My name gets murdered everywhere. Okay, so what, what are we saying about SpaghettiOs? I think they're foul. Yeah, they're gross. Foul. Yeah. I think pasta is meant to be made. It's not meant to be made. ate from a can. Spaghetti's too easy to make. I mean, and plus they're like, I don't know. They're it's just gross. I used to like raviolis. That's like the best canned food. But spaghettios are gross. And now that I'm older, I wouldn't eat that stuff. My wife's the best cook in the world. Why would I eat that stuff? So it's foul. Number seven today, I went to P Terry's. Like we mentioned, had some French fries. They were too skinny. I didn't like them. I didn't hate them, but it made me think of this: tater tots, fair or foul? Fair. Absolutely fair. Love tater tots. I like sweet potato tater tots. I don't know if you ever had those. No, I have not. I like tater tots, but they're really good with chili and cheese on them. Mm. Tater tots to me, I think I need a... I don't know. They're kind of like hash browns, so I got to have something on it. Not ketchup, like just something, maybe cheese. But they're good. I'll, I'll say fair. Sticking with food, root beer floats. Or Coke floats if you don't drink root beer. Back when I was a soda drinker, they were fair. They were so good. <laughs> now, I just, I, I've i given them up and I have no desire to go back to them. And I don't know that you can get me to drink one. But uh, maybe if it had a Mexican Coke in it, because those are rare. So, <laughs> I, okay, let me tell you this. They're good. I'll give you that. They taste good. Root beer float is good, but I don't, I say foul because I wouldn't order one. I would eat one at home if we had vanilla ice cream and soda and she's like, you want me to make you one? Yeah, I would eat it. But the thing about it is it's real tasty, but the ice cream melts. And at the end, you're just left with ice creamy soda stuff. And I don't, I don't like it. I want ice cream all through the dessert, not leftover soda ice cream mixture liquid i don't want that <laughs> all right this came from steve good old steve salt on watermelon i think that's you like that i think it's fair ah. i'm used to sugar but like when he said that i had to think about it salt on watermelon sounds like it'd be good i'll go fair i think my dad did that but no way really? I'm, I just, I don't want anything on it. Mm. I'm straight up watermelon guy. It's good stuff. I'm pretty sure my dad was a sugar guy. I'm, I'm pretty, I want to say when I was a kid, it was sugar that was on there. I don't eat a lot of watermelon though. It's underrated. Number 10, sushi. So this is, this is one of mine. I recently <laughs> had sushi for the first time. 
Oh, well, not really wow. the first time. Not really the first time. So when I was in the military, I was uh, on a on a trip and I was in Japan and I had like a bite of somebody else's, you know, but I didn't order it for myself. So I've got some friends from work. They were like, hey, we're going to this sushi place. You should come. And at the time I was like, yeah, sure. And I kind of like forgot about it. Right. And we were, we were at an Astros game and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm try anything once. Right. Well, then I, then like the day of they're like, Hey, we're still down for sushi. I was like, Oh, I forgot. Like I committed to this. <laughs> so I was like, all right, here we go. And, um, it was good. The roll, like the, 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 the sushi roll was good. Uh, I had a hand roll, which was kind of like an ice cream cone type thing. And that was not so much. There was too much salmon in the one and not enough stuff with it like the rice and all that it was kind of foul but the rest of it was good so i gotta find my own little jam there but overall i would say it's fair i used to like it but i think i mentioned it before that when i had that brain tumor we ate sushi that day and so i associate sushi with me getting sick but overall it's pretty good it 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 doesn't look like it would be good. You're like, I'm going to eat raw, raw fish and seaweed or whatever and rice. How, how can that be good? But <laughs> it tastes good. I don't know how, but it does. Eel sauce. I put that stuff on everything. It was That was good. Eel sauce. <laughs> Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Astros baseball sponsored by Eel Sauce. All right, number <laughs> 11. We got one fashion question. And I'll tell you this I am not a fancy guy at all. In no way do I wear nice clothes or anything unless I have to. Are you saying your hey dudes aren't nice? 
No. <laughs> but I'm particular about things. And this is one thing. Socks and shoes that are different brands. <laughs> New Balance shoes and Nike socks. That's a foul. You got They got to match or not have anything at all. <laughs> I do the no-show, so it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. So for me, I guess it all depends on what you're wearing with it. How so does that matter? Because if I have like Under Armour shoes, but I'm wearing an Adidas shirt, are you going to wear all talking about socks? Own? Yeah, but I can match the socks with the shirt. Oh, you can't wear two <laughs> Adidas. Why not? You can't wear two Adidas things with different kind of shoes. You got to go all Adidas. So, so you're telling me the only thing in your closet is one brand, whatever it is, just one brand. No, but I don't mix them. Well, actually, I do. <laughs> well, I wear yeah. van. I wear Vans with my uh, Nike jersey. By you, that's foul. You can't do it. I'm talking about socks. But the socks, why can't the socks match the jersey? I don't have a Nike jersey and Nike socks and Vans. You you're, you got to see it's the socks and shoe combo. All right. I see that a lot. A lot of people wear the Nike socks because of the mm -hmm. Nike socks and Vans, but I don't know. It's like, well, why are you wearing Nikes and you go buy New Balance socks when you could just easily buy socks with Nike on it? It's too That's easy. True. It's for something. Me, I don't know. For me, I, I wear like, I don't discriminate against any one of the brands, right? I probably have more Adidas and Under Armour than I have Nike, but I feel like kind of like, I don't know if uh, for people that drive or whatever, you know how when you do your registration, that your license and the insurance and the registration, like two of the three have to be in the same place. For me, I'm, I'm like that. I'm okay if two of the three match. I'm fine with you. It's fine. <laughs> All right. We're moving right along, buddy. We're already on number 12. I don't have a dog, but number 12, I would do this 100%. So it's fair before I even say it. Letting your dog sleep in bed with you. That's as fair, fair as possible. When I grew up, we had a dog and that dog <laughs> slept with me every day for 12 years. For me, it's probably foul. <laughs> Why? You have a cat? No, I have oh. no pets. Okay. But I don't either. We don't either. I would want my space. I wouldn't want to have to compete with the dog, you know, like I, I guess I'm old. I guess I'm like, I won't say old fashioned because that's not the right answer. No, but I guess not. I'm just, <laughs> I guess I'm just different because I feel like, I feel like that dog would be like in my hip or like around my neck, not like at the foot of the bed. You know what I mean? My dog would sleep between my legs over the covers. And then when I tried to move, I couldn't because she was, in, it was a little weenie dog too. I, I would didn't want hate to crush that. her, but she's awesome. I miss her. Love you, Penny. All right. So I said fair and you said foul. All right. Number 13. So right now I have a gray truck before that. I had a white Tundra. Then I had a white Ford F-150. I had another white F-150. And another white Ford Ranger. Fair or foul, white vehicles. Fair, 100% fair. You like them? So I have an all-black Jeep. But what I really wanted and could never find, at least with the with the, all the bells and whistles that I wanted, was the all-white one with the black wheels, the whole Stormtrooper-looking thing. Yeah, that's the best. And it is. 
and I, and I wanted it, but I could never find it with all the interior package that I wanted or the engine or whatever. So I just settled on all black. But if I could have had my way, I would have went with white. So absolutely fair. If I get a new truck, my wife's probably going to want me to get a white one. But I always, I think my last white truck, because I had it for, I guess, seven years, maybe, maybe longer. And let me see. I got it in 2007. This one's a 16. That's nine. I had it nine years. And the thing about white vehicles is they look clean from far away. But when you get close, you can see it. But what I hate is when your your, your car is super clean and you go over a puddle of water. It's automatically dirty when darker vehicles hide it. So I don't want a white vehicle again. Will I get one? Yes. To please the wife? Sure. But I, I'll say fair, but I don't want one. You kind of feel if if it's not... If you don't have the stormtrooper look like you're talking about with the black, the black rims and the, you know, black, I don't know, grills, accents, and ex accents yeah. there you go. Then if it's all white, it just looks like a work truck. So it's mm. got to be a nice looking white. All right. Number 14 this is a football question since football is getting ready to start. The Houston Texans will be a 500 team or better. So I am a diehard Texan fan. I mean, diehard everything Houston. And I would love loyal to, tell to the you, soil. Loyal to the soil. <laughs> I would love to tell you that the Texans are going to be 500 or better. I just think they're a year away from that. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be in a lot of football games. I think they're going to be better than most people think. I think Vegas, their total is like four and a half. I think they're going to exceed that. I just don't think they're going to win eight ball games. I just, I, I don't know why. I just don't. I should be more hopeful, but you know, their, their, their division is kind of coming up. You know, Tennessee's yeah. really good. Indy's really good. They're still going to have to play some really good teams in other divisions. So next year, their division is why I say no, I say foul too. They'll be under number 15. I got this one on the way home. Listening to the eighties on eight eighties. Music is the best music decade. I know there's there's probably a, a large contingent that are going to argue and say no the 2000s or you know the 90s but I'm with you I love the 80s it's, yeah. it's a jam <laughs> um the 70s got some really good music too because I'm, I'm into classic rock and stuff like that but uh the 80s is a nice mix the thing about the 70s is that the beginning of the 70s and the end of the 70s is so different that you can't even tell that they're in the same genre or the same decade but the 80s the 80s is awesome the 80s music is used in movies it's i don't know my wife agreed with me on the way home she said oh yeah it's the best all right number 16 movie sequels that are made way in the future after the originals give me an example of that okay so this one was mine too and i'll give you two examples because uh, it's like a thing right now. So Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out in October. Okay. Do you remember Hocus Pocus? The yes, movie? I do. Yeah. Bette so Midler, Cher maybe. Um, I don't remember the third lady. Well, they're picking up supposedly, you know, after that. I, I don't know how far or whatever. but The same ladies? It, yes. Yes. And then Top Gun was a sequel. And Top Gun happened, what, in... You know, so 
that's like a thing right now. So I think it's fair. I like it. I'm curious to see if this Hocus Pocus. I wouldn't consider Maverick a sequel. Why not? I don't know. It's the same characters. It picked up. I know. Years it just, later. I know. You had Iceman. I know. Was he they, they had Goose's son? Are was Iceman in it? No, I haven't seen it. Turn it off. Turn the camera off. Leave. <laughs> go to the theater. Go see. That's a good movie. It's the best. It's like it well, I want to see it. I didn't say uh, I didn't want to see it. Okay, okay. Well, I think it's coming out soon on on uh, digital. Maybe that. Maybe Definitely. I don't feel like it's a sequel because it is so far apart. I mean, I, I I would say like if if it wasn't the same cast, kind of. So I would I would say I would say uh, fair. It, I don't care. I don't care how far they apart. I think Rocky. They had a Rocky movie that was far apart from the other one. Remember, he was uh, old. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's like creepy, and the older, right? He owned a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So was, yeah, some of them aren't good, but yeah, Maverick was a good idea. Like, who's not interested in in seeing uh, how these characters turn out? You know what I want to see is like the sequel to like a love story where these people fall in love and everything's perfect. I want to see them fall apart after they get married because nothing stays like that. We stay like that, though, but not everybody. All right. Number 17, movie remakes. Give me some examples of some of these remakes. So it's really interesting, you know, when they go and they take a movie that, you know, had its day. And then they just basically bring new cast, new characters, and just kind of redo it. The Longest Yard, when it came out with Adam Sandler, was a remake of The Longest Yard in the past. Um, you got me. You got me under the gun. I don't know. Well, I know they're coming. They're coming out with an. Uh, they're rebooting. What are they rebooting? They're rebooting something right now. It seems like they're always rebooting something. And they are. Uh, I I always feel like they're not good. I feel like the reboots are bad. The sequels are good. The reboots are bad. The Longest Yard was funny, but it was Adam Sandler funny. Like if they, if I think if somebody else would have redid it, it might not have been as good. And maybe I would have thought it was bad, but I'm a huge Adam Sandler fan. And I like it, but I, I mean, I say foul because the way it is now, they'll do remakes, but they change it. <laughs> they change it to suit the way America is now and no more with that. But I say foul and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mix because sometimes they do good. I don't like when they change, change it. I, I don't want them to change who the people are. How about that? That's my don't change it to, to match society the way society is today. The characters were this way, bring them back that way. All right. Number 18, I have no idea about this. So I say, I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio's dating age requirements. So this is another one that I got from a buddy. Shout out to Mike because he's a, a, a loyal listener. All right, and, Mike, what's uh, up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio ha has been known for not dating anyone over the age of 25. Like that's like they turn into a pumpkin. So I guess the way we're going to word this and I just kind of threw it on there is fair, foul, uh, dating or being a in a relationship with somebody 10 years older, 10 years younger. Mm. 
Hmm. It depends on how old you are. Because if you're like 30 trying to date someone that's 20, and I don't know if you've been through this, but let's say, let's say you're 30 or you're close to 40. And I, I know this isn't 10 years, but you work with kids that are like 18, 19, 20. And you're like, God, these guys are dumb. Was I that dumb when I was 20? You probably, you probably were, you just didn't know it. And that's how I feel. But I think it depends, mm -hmm. depends on uh, where they're at. You know what I mean? If you, if you want a wife that's going to do certain things and you know, someone that's 10 years younger than you or 10 years older, isn't that way. I don't know. What do you think? So I think yeah. it's fair, but it, like you said, it definitely depends on the people. You obviously have to be able to be wherever they are in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're the younger guy with the older girl, you got to be able to meet them where they are and their place in time, you know, what their wants are, where they want to be, where they want to go, what they want to accomplish. And I think vice versa, same thing, you know, younger girl, older guy, whatever you have to be able to go. Okay. I'm trying to be where you are, not trying to bring him into something that he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could be 35 and you like to come home every night, have dinner, watch the Astros on the weekend, go to Costco and you know what I mean? Go to the batting cages or just do stuff like that. And your 25 year old girl might want to go party every weekend, party on Thursday. It's ladies night and you, you don't want to do that. So you have to be in. I don't think age really matters, but I mean, if you're, how old is he? He's got to be in his fifties. DiCaprio? Oh, I don't know. He looks really good for whatever age he is. I because don't know he was on that uh, show with uh, Michael J. Fox when I was a little kid. So he's got to be. show was that? I don't know. My, would, uh, Alex P. Keaton. You are not my age. No. <laughs> He I don't is, know what it's called. Growing pains. He is 47, 47. If he's dating yes. somebody 25, that's foul. Because <laughs> you're because they're just dating him for his money. They're dating for who he is. I mean, who would want to? That's way too old. That's too much. <laughs> if I dated someone 20 years older than me, they would be 71. No, and and, and under is 31. That's too young. No. But he can do whatever he wants. I don't care. I don't care what anybody does. If you're if you're 40 years apart and you're happy, more power to you. That's all I care about. Just be happy. Be in love. Number 19, another one of Tom's. What man, what kind of conversations are you having at work? The term work wife slash husband. This is my work wife. That means you're kind of like the so best friend is... with a girl at work, or you're kind of like a married couple at work. So I feel like this is like, and this is not mine. I don't have a work wife or anything like that, but I've heard the term used. And this is another, this is another Mike one. So again, this is Mike and uh, his people at work. I think when you have like a strong relationship, like with a secretary or, you know, you depend on them for things or they depend on you for things or like a quality person, you know, or, or, or something of that ilk where you work together all the time where it's like give and take, you know, I need you to do your job so I can do my job. That's where the, the, the work wife, work husband comes in. I think it's fair as long as it's, you know, understood that it's just, you know, as long as you're not married for real, 
<laughs> or that. I, there's no way. I mean, like, you could both be single. I guess some people could be married, but I wouldn't do it. But maybe you eat lunch together and you take turns bringing food or, hey, I'll bring you food. And he's like, oh, my wife, my work wife or my work husband. I can see because a lot of jobs. Baking cookies. A lot of times you spend more time with your workmates than you do at home with your family. So, but uh, keep them separate. If you got a good wife like me, you don't got to worry about it. All right. Number 20. I got this. This is a good question. I, I want to know your opinion. Convertibles. This is the last one. It's tough. I'm a big sunroof guy. Like, I, I like to not have to worry about, you know, the whole You have a Jeep. What kind of Jeep do you have? The one you could take Grand the top Cherokee. off? No, no, no. Grand Cherokee. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the uh, soccer dad vehicle. So the way I like <laughs> to put it. <laughs> um. So I'm a big sunroof guy. I like sunroofs. I don't know that. I, I mean, I guess if I just ran into the perfect situation where it was a convertible, I'd probably buy it. But when I go, I don't look for a convertible. So it's probably thought for me. I think you would get tired of having it. I think after a while, you wouldn't even drop the top. But every time someone was with you knew that, hey, drop it, drop it. No, it's hot. It's 180 degrees, not 180, but could you imagine that? You're in Houston, it's 105 degrees and you got the top down getting sunburned, sweating. Why would you want to do that? If it you're looks going cool. to the beach. Yeah. If it's your second vehicle, yes. But if it's the only vehicle you have, no. If I'm you offered that. me a, a free one, I would take it. I, I mean, I've never had one. I'd like to find out if it's cool to have one or not. But overall, I think I don't think it would be cool. But do you have any final thoughts, buddy, before we end this second edition of Fair or Foul 100%? Thanks to everyone um, who contributed, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Thanks to y'all. Uh, we love doing these. We'll try to do them occasionally. Uh, these are just fun because, you know, you definitely get to learn a little bit about some of the people we interact with and then some of the stuff we're, you know, thinking. So go Stros. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.